Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Brought to you by Mosby Building Arts and Aqua Systems. With additional support from Seniors Home Care and the Missouri Athletic Club. And now, here's your host, Rich Orris. All right, good Saturday afternoon, and welcome, welcome to Right at Home with Rich. I'm your host, Rich Orris, here to help you with all your home's needs. If you have any questions about your home, any question, anything going on, I'll be right here for the next hour to help you. But get in quick, get in often, get in early. It is only for the next hour. The number you need to reach me today, 314 241 9797 or 866-455-9797. And I got some, you know, cold, wintry kind of stuff prepared for all you guys today, um, including some winter maintenance tasks that you could do. Uh, We'll touch on how to stop some leaks and how to choose, you know, new windows and doors and siding and stuff to kind of help with that process. Uh, My hack today, how to seal up those drafty outlets and switches on your exterior walls. That will be smack dab in the middle of the show. You don't want to miss that. But the topic you really want to hear today, you do not want to miss right after the hack. I want to talk about stack effect. Yes. So stack effect is what causes a lot of these drafts and leaks in your home. So I'm going to touch on that what it is and how to solve it right after that hack. So stick around for all of that. But again, my main reason to be here for you today is to help you all, the listeners, to answer any questions about your home. One more time, write this down, the number to reach me, 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. And I did want to let everybody know it's February, so it's going to be getting cold, going to be wintry. The temperatures are dropping drastically. But towards the end of February, Mosby is having an upcoming kitchen webinar. So 10 Steps to a Successful Kitchen Remodel. That will be on February 24th, and it'll be at 1130 a.m. So you can go to mosbybuildingarts.com forward slash seminars and you can kind of register for that get all the information on it and uh, be prepared to 
be a part of that. I already had one of my uh, clients were looking at doing some kitchen work for them, said she just can't wait to uh, see that on the 24th and hear all of those really cool things going on and, and how to get through that kitchen remodel. So it will be really cool, really interesting. Um, and, and, you know, kind of some of these topics, well, because of the cold, you know, cold's hitting. So wanted to get into some of that for you guys. Also, just kind of running around and being out and about, um, had some questions, kind of what brought up the hack and in the stack effect topic for after that, you know, had had a client asking about, you know, leaks and things. And is it worth, you know, sealing up those outlets and everything and, you know, what causes it and stuff like that. So can't wait to go through all of that with you guys a little bit later, right after that hack. But I wanted to touch on some winter maintenance tasks. Um, that are some good things to do and, and can save you some money, you know, throughout. And, and some of it will kind of play into the whole topic and everything. But, you know, it's really, like I said, it's getting cold. The long, dark days of winter are here and it's really dropping. So to, to kind of look at some, some things you can run around and do at your home. And some of these will be things that you could tackle and some will be things that maybe you want to try and find a professional for but the biggest thing that you can really do is look at your attic get an energy audit of your attic or have someone really inspect that attic there is some things out there some diy things you can kind of look up and and see a list of you know things to check for and look for and things like that and we'll talk about some of those things a little bit later here but the biggest, you know, primary thing is just heat loss into that attic in the winter, causing snow on your roof to melt too early, um, too quickly, um, maybe causing ice dams, you know, over the eaves where it starts to refreeze later on that night when it gets cold, um, can literally cause some damage and can save you some money if, it, if you insulate it better and get it working better. So looking at that attic is one of the biggest tasks, really the first things you want to check out. Um, going around the house and just checking for cracks, looking at the siding, looking at the foundation, just looking for any type of opening cracks, things like that, where drafts and things could get in. You know, looking at the foundation, well, if it's some normal fine hair cracks that, that happen all the time, you could use like a good concrete caulk to kind of seal those up from the inside and or the outside. Um, or if they're bigger and they're, they're more open is when you really want to get that professional look at it. Or if they're leaking water, you should probably go into that epoxy injection to keep that water out and let the pros handle that stuff for you. Um, another thing that's great to do in the winter is get a head start Get a jump on that spring painting on the inside interior of the house. You know, um, winter, you know, we're all kind of still stuck here with some COVID. And then we're stuck here because it gets so cold. Who wants to really go out doing too terribly much? And, and winter is a great time to paint because it's warmer inside the house. It's drier inside the house. Your paint will actually you know, dry a little faster. If you use some low VOC type paint, it's not going to 
smell real bad and everything. So you won't have to open the house up, you know, real big and things like that to kind of air it out. So you can get a lot of, you know, just a jump start on those interior painting tasks. And it's a great time to do it. Um, so another big winter thing is looking at your, your vent covers, your dryer vent covers, your, your covers where if your bath fans go out through the roof, stuff like that, any dampers, checking them, looking at them and getting a really good damper, you know, upgrading that can really help keep that cold, you know, out of your house throughout the winter. Um, and my personal favorite upgrading to a smart thermostat, you know, you really can save money. And if you just have it dip down some at night while you're asleep and you really won't notice. And while you're gone at work, you can save quite a bit throughout the year. You will easily buy that thermostat without a problem. So definitely worth getting and doing something like that. Um, and then thinking about your portable generators, you know, having that prepared. If you have a generator, if you have some, you know, power outages in the winter, you don't want to be unprepared for that test it out, make sure it works. And another big thing is make a plan for that portable generator. Where would you put it if, if you did have a, a power outage? You know, you want to have it good 20, 25 feet away from doors, windows. You want to have a clear path to it. And you want to have it kind of covered where, you know, out of the elements as much as possible outside for direct rain, snow, stuff like that. So, having a plan and thinking about that is is an awesome great thing to do so for now we're going to get into our first break here i uh, want to remind everybody we're here if you have any questions feel free to give us a call 314-241-9797 and we'll have a bunch of this stuff and a ton more as soon as we return right after these messages all right we are back rolling through everything always goes so fast my favorite hour of the week to be here for you all of the listeners out there so if you got anything for me feel free to give me a call like he said 314-241-9797 and you know this weekend and the coming week is probably going to bring up a lot of questions from people a lot of thinking about the drafts, keeping the house insulated, warm, you know, how do you do all that? It gets everybody thinking about doors, windows, and somewhat siding too, especially when you start to talk to, you know, a professional about the doors and windows that really understands the whole home and the system. You know, if you're not flashed properly and if you don't have a house wrap or, or some kind of exterior system keeping out drafts and water, you know, there's a lot that can go wrong. So, you know, everybody's going to be kind of starting to think about that, you know, this coming week, you know, thinking about your doors and windows. So, you know, other than the drafts, so how do you know when you need to, to replace instead of repair, you know, so if, if you get some drafts, we'll go to there and, and kind of operate, you know, do you have difficulty opening or operating that window or that door, you know, that can definitely lead to a safety issue of not getting in or out of your house and some comfort issues of it just not working and drafting too much. Um, so when you think about um, 
looking for water stains, looking for any type of, you know, stains on the, the window sashes or the sills or like the bottom corners of the door, really examine the base trim around the corners of your doors. That's where we, you know, see that water rolling around and starting to get in to the system and then check the locks. Are they, are they missing? Are they working? Are they there? You know, how does that secure and everything that, you know, is definitely could be a big security issue. So when you get into selecting now, you're thinking, let's new. So what, how do you figure out, you know, kind of like the right window, what works for you, you know, on a window or a door, then you really want to think about kind of the answer to all the things you were just checking into. So, you know, when choosing a, a style, you want to make sure you've got something that is easy to operate and addresses all the safety, um, energy and efficiency issues and all of that inside of that system. So, you know, and then looking for something that complements both the inside and the outside of your house is definitely, you know, a big thing knowing if you're in a a specific area like a historical area or do you have any neighborhood association requirements a lot of municipalities now actually you know you need to get permits to install doors and windows mainly because they want to make sure you're not you know lessening up cheapen up the neighborhood you're not getting you know, real cheap builder grade window or something like that. They want it to be good. They want it to be energy efficient and they want to keep the, the neighborhood working good and looking good and all of that. But biggest thing to me, and this is where it starts mixing in with that siding is choosing a window or door installer, you know, getting somebody that understands the whole system getting somebody that, you know, works on the siding and all the other stuff too, asking good open-ended questions to understand what they do, what do they know, you know, all of that stuff is so, so important. Really installation of these products is really where the rubber meets the road. And I'm telling you, it is the most important thing that you can do when changing your windows and doors is to make sure you can get the highest quality window out there. And if it's not installed well, and it's only relying on caulk to keep out wind or water, or, you know, it's not insulated well around it, then you've just improvised that entire system. You got a great system in the center and then all this area for wind, water, and, you know, things to just come in around that window or door and just make it uncomfortable anyways. And, you know, it's a shame to buy into such a great product and not have it installed in a manner that's really going to work and benefit you, you know, in the long haul. So making sure like when, if you have vinyl siding, wood siding, any type of siding that's removable, um, and you can do it with brick too. It just costs a lot, you know, to get brick on and off, but, you know, making sure you change a new construction window with a new construction window. So you can flash tape, seal, keep water and keep, you know, wind and cold air and everything out from around that window is, is a great thing to do. So, you know, finding carpenters that are certified in exactly how to do all that 
you know, is really a, a really huge deal. And so once we start to look into all this, then you think, all right, so what about my siding? How does, how does, you know, what's common in St. Louis and, and what comes into play when doing that? And, and, you know, one of the biggest questions we get all the time is when should I do these tasks? Should I do all my siding, then my windows, then my doors? Should I, you know, what, what's the order? And, you know, windows and doors is really, if you want a good system that works really well, it's imperative that they are done either at the same time or before the siding so that you can get that window in properly and, and you know, take the siding off, put it back. Um, in wood siding, you can cut some of the siding away, put some wood trim around all that. And then when you go to side the whole house later, you can then do your house wraps. You can, you know, flash tape it again and get everything, you know, installed really well and really working for you to help with all of these, you know, draft issues and all the things going on and water leaks. Um, so, you know, engineered wood siding is a great type of product, uh, you know, for St. Louis. Um, Fiber cement siding is kind of in that same same class with that. There's other types of siding that are, you know, more composite type, you know, trims and things like that that won't rot. could last a really, really long time. And then, of course, the, the most common, the vinyl siding, the insulated vinyl siding is great. Insulated vinyl siding still needs that house wrap, still needs that protection for you to keep that house, you know, dry, airtight, keep it from leaks and everything. It's really the house wrap that protects from that, not that insulated siding. So understand that that under system underneath that siding that ties into your doors and windows is very important system to the whole thing. Make sure it's getting done. Make sure that it's getting done really well and properly for you and then you will benefit the most from that entire system and i want to remind everybody this is what we do at mosby i can help you with this we can send people out just get to us and we will absolutely help you with all that stuff you can find us online at callmosby.com or give us a shout 314-909-1800 so i'm going to get to the middle break here right after this, I'm going to have my hack, and then we're going to talk about that stack effect. And don't forget about your questions. We'll be here. We'll be right back. It's now time for Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, here we go. Like he said, the hack right now. So how to seal a junction box safely, you know? So this weekend and this coming week is going to be the perfect time to check for drafts around your home. You go around, just feel around your windows, your doors, feel around all the outlets and switches that are on your exterior walls and just feel if you have, you know, that cold air, you know, coming through. It's a real simple thing to do and it's not too hard you know, of a solution to help stop some of those drafts around those junction boxes. So first things first, what do you always do? Turn off the breaker to any of the outlets or switches that you'll be working on. After you take off the cover plate, 
you want to use a non-expanding latex foam, something that's fire safe. They even make, you know, fire actual safe foam that you can use. Um, so you go around the between the box and the wall or the drywall if there's any gaps and kind of put the tube in there and spray that all around the outside of the box. I want to really stress the outside of the box. You never want to put the foam inside that box. That box has a purpose. The space and the air in the box actually has a purpose per code to keep things working right. So go around the outside of it, wipe any excess away once it's dried and cured. Then you can install one of those outlet gaskets and the plate cover back on and that gasket will help seal all around there and help that air from coming through. Put the cover plate back on. Now, something I definitely recommend is go ahead and, and get some of those childproof plug covers and put them on any outlets that you don't regularly use or that you got a lot of cold air around because that will actually help kind of keep that cold from transmitting through that outlet. Also, get it as warm as possible. So, want to make sure everyone understands that, you know, don't get anything inside that box. Now, if you if you're really good and you really want to get inside that box, you can buy a fire blocking caulk. You can pull that outlet off and then inside the box in the very back where the wires come through, just put a very little bit of that caulk to seal that hole. But I really wouldn't even recommend that if you're not really that into it or don't feel that comfortable with electrical and everything. Just go around the outside, use the gaskets and everything. And that will get you taken care of. So you can find out all about this hack and more on my social media, uh, more information on it and where it came from and everything later this week. You can find me at Facebook. Um, just search Rich Oris Mosby or on Twitter at Rich Oris and get more of this information. And for everybody on Facebook Live right now, we're going to start talking about the stack effect and how this affects those outlets and why this is even occurring and how you can help this out doing some other things to fix your house. So jump with us on 97.1 FM right now if you'd like to hear more about that. So getting into this, you know, the, the stack effect, you know, the reasons air is moving in the wall can come from what we call stack effect. So stack effect is what happens when warm air on the upper floors of your house, you know, finds its way to kind of leave through the structure or leave through the attic or the windows, something leaking, you know, up high. And basically if things are poorly sealed up high into the attic and things like that, as that warm air leaves, it creates a vacuum effect that pulls more air from behind it. So whenever you got air moving, you need to get air from somewhere. So it's going to pull it from lower down in the building. Um, and when you think about the areas that it does it from, we were just talking about like those dryer vents, furnace vents, you know, anything venting from the outside, it'll pull it from there. So we talked about, you know, getting something better for that and then um, any drafty windows doors any cracks gaps anything it's gonna just pull air from the outside through all of this right through the framing and the sheeting then that's where that that house wrap becomes 
you know, so vital and so important to make sure it's stopping that from happening on your home structure, you know, from the outside to the inside as much as possible. But the other place it likes to pull that air from is the outlets and the switches. And, and to explain a little further why, so the wire from those those outlets and switches, you know, run through the studs, there's spots where they're going to drop down into your basement through a hole in the, in the, in the, the bottom plate. And so if that hole is not sealed and there's a wire that goes to the second floor and there's a wire that comes from the basement, that air will pull up from the basement through that little hole into that wall cavity and out the top. Even if you have fiberglass insulation inside of that system, fiberglass insulation you know, works well at, at keeping temperature difference and it's light and it's fluffy and it utilizes air inside of itself. That's why it's light and fluffy to actually create the insulation value. Well, when that air wants to move, then it's like pulling it through a filter. It's not going to stop air infiltration and it's not going to stop air from moving. So it works well with the temperature difference and everything because of the air that's inside of it when it's not moving. If you think about insulation value, air is actually the best insulator you can actually ever use if you can keep it from moving. That's why your windows and your doors work so well. Think about a window and how it's insulated pretty much as well as a two by four thick wall that has drywall on one side, sheeting and siding and house wrap and all this stuff on the other side. And yet your window keeps the house just as warm. And, and that glass is, you know, two pieces of glass, about a half inch, three eighths of an inch between them. Well, it's because the argon gas, the air that's inside that window never moves. And that will create the best insulation that you can possibly have. So when thinking about, you know, and I had, I was out about, I had a customer actually asking me what brought all this up to me was a client that was asking about those outlets. They're like, man, it, you know, it got so cold a while back and you could really feel it around these windows and around these outlets. And so I kind of said, you know, well, how much time do you have? Cause I can explain how we're going to seal those up and, and what it's going to do, but I can also explain other things that you might need to do to your home that can actually help that. And, and they were like, wow. And by the time we got done, I mean, they were like, simply like, wow, that is just amazing that, you know, so you can actually slow those leaks down and everything by basically, you know, we were talking earlier about check out that attic, get an energy audit on that attic. Well, when you think about it, hot air is moving up and you look at your ceiling and you've got can lights, you've got a ceiling fan, You've got wires that go up into the attic and across that, that go through the wood that probably, you know, the hole's not sealed, things like that. So the, the really the best thing you can do is go through that attic. And, and if you could do this while building prior to the insulation, it's awesome. If you have fiberglass insulation, I would just have them suck all that out of there. When they go to blow an insulation, they can actually reverse that and suck it all out and put it right into a, a dumpster or a trailer. 
So then you can see everything and you can literally go around and put the foam on the back side of things. Like we were just talking about getting around those electrical boxes where you can put it around the outside of all those electrical boxes to the back side of the drywall to keep that air from filtering through where those lights are. The can lights, they actually make a cover that will cover over that entire can light and you just kind of put it right on there. You put your spray foam around it and you just kind of glue it to the back of the drywall with that spray foam. It leaves a nice airspace around that can light and then you can just insulate right over everything but find every wire coming through the top plates all that stuff fill all that stuff with like fire rated foam and and you will literally create a barrier of keeping the air inside of the second floor of your home and not escaping up into the attic it's going to keep your home warmer more comfortable save you money it's going to keep you from the ice damming stuff happening as much. All these things that can happen with condensation forming, all this stuff in your attic space can simply pretty much go away now. And it's just such a, a wonderful thing to do for your home. So once everything's sealed, and one way you could do it is start with a foam insulation and just do one coat of a spray foam on the entire attic that would seal up everything and then you can just put like a fiberglass insulation over top of that that's going to be a fairly expensive way to go about things if you go around seal everything up by hand then you can go back with a cellulose blown in insulation it packs denser than fiberglass and it blocks more of the air infiltration than fiberglass does it's not as good as an actual 100 percent spray foam but it's going to be better than the fiberglass so that's a good middle road place to be that's the most common way that we perform that to get these attics exactly the way we need them and to really last and work well for your home so for everybody out there don't forget we have all these people at mosby that take care of all these issues plus architecture design all the remodeling stuff that you need you can look us up, have us out, check these things out. It's a great thing to do. Um, give us, you can either give us a call at 314-909-1800 or just check us out online at callmosby.com. And you can see all of our bios and different things and jobs and projects. And you can actually schedule appointments right there online anytime, whatever suits your time and need and everything. You can get in there and do that. It's a great way to do it. So... We're going to get into our final break right now. And when we return, we'll get into some more stuff. And don't forget about your questions. Feel free to get in in the last segment. If you have, have anything for me, 314-241-9797. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.